Passionate Me podcast, your safe place to be heard. Depression and Me podcast. As the title stresses, I have depression, and my hope for this recording is to help those that face a similar battle as I have and currently do. I'm not an expert in the sense that I've studied depression in depth and that I have a degree, but I hope by sharing some of my experiences I can help you find some comfort when dealing with this disease. Even though I have depression, calling it a disease still feels foreign to me, but that's exactly what it is, isn't it? It's like a cancer, but instead of killing you, it silently kills you from the inside out until there are some days all you feel like is there's a lifeless husk of your former self. Before I continue, I should mention that talking about depression doesn't make for a particularly uplifting discussion. It's sad because anyone who truly has depression will tell you that it never really truly leaves. It waits for the opportunity to find a thought to remind you of how meaningless you are. It loves to remind you that you're nothing to the people that you surround yourself with. It loves to tell you that the whispers you know people speak behind your back about you are nothing short of the truth, even when we have no evidence to show if those people are talking about you to begin with. For better or worse, my battle with depression has helped shape me into who I've become today. There's much I would have changed through the years if given the chance, but I'm relatively happy with where my feet have landed recently. I have a wonderful girlfriend, and I'm doing well in school. I've also recently got an internship working for what looks like an amazing company. Things uh, look great, but there's still this cloud over my head that I cannot shake, and at any moment in time, it feels like it could just start randomly pouring. You see, the thing with depression is that you're never rid of it, and if anyone claims that they've truly conquered it, they're lying to you, and maybe themselves, or they uh, uh, they didn't have depression to begin with. There's a difference between being depressed and having depression. One is traveling through a valley, and the other is living within it. My desire recently to talk openly about this extremely personal battle I've... uh, I've dealt with most of my life, started with the death of Robin Williams last month, and it leads into our first segment, Facing Yourself. I'm glad I've waited a little bit to talk about his death because I don't want this to be confused for a podcast about him, per se. I enjoyed most of his movies just as much as anyone else, sure, but if anything, I've found a a newfound respect for the man because now we have perspective and Robin Williams is now sort of an advocate for depression. He's a common ground that everyone can relate to, and in a way, I found a certain peace that I couldn't have had before due to it. I was distraught when I had first heard he succumbed to his battle with depression, and the disease ultimately took his life. I mean, that's what he died of. Uh, when we hear of someone who dies of cancer, we don't ultimately think that he or she is, was too weak to deal with the cancer. We don't cite Bible verses calling them a sinner for dying of a disease. I don't believe that we should look at Robin Williams' death as anything but as an, uh, someone is succumbing to an illness. 
I, for one, cannot imagine. I cannot imagine his pain or the sheer amount of pressure he felt on a daily basis. To have a face that millions upon millions could recognize and for almost all of them to expect him to make them laugh. I, it's, I, like I said, I can just cannot imagine. It's such a tragic end to such a brilliance that we only see once in a lifetime, but it's out there now and there's no turning back. My first reaction after Robin Williams' death almost uh, resulted in a panic attack. It's not because I'm his number one fan, uh, but because of a man that was surrounded by a sea of people who could walk into a crowded street and be recognized to have people that desired to have people that desired to speak with him and be in his company was popular and had the money and the resources to deal with life's issues, all formed to end up hanging himself with his own belt in his own bedroom. If a man like Robin Williams cannot deal with this disease without succumbing to it, how do I have a chance? How do I have a chance to even making it out of my 30s? It's an irrational thought, yet the forums and communities I'm a part of were flooded with similar questions. But ladies and gentlemen, I want you to think about your darkest moments and realize that during those moments, you weren't alone. There was someone who, while I know he didn't stand beside you, there was someone out there who struggled as well, and while he ultimately lost his fight, he fought valiantly, and it means now more than ever that this disease can affect anyone. I know had I given into the darkness at some of the bleaker points in my life, I know that I would not want my death to be the cause of someone else abandoning their hope. So instead of sullying his memory, instead of letting it be yet another excuse not to get out of bed today, I've decided to allow his tragedy to give me hope rather than to take away from it. So thank you, Robin Williams, and I hope you finally have the peace that you sought. Moving on to the last part of our podcast today, I want to end with a segment called Train Your Brain. In dealing with depression, it's very easy to get lost in endless cycles of thoughts and constantly berate yourself with the mistakes that you've made. I know with me, I still beat myself up things that I did even when I was seven years old, things that I did in middle school, and there's so much more. Some would say that it's time to move on, but when you bring up a memory that brings you sadness, it's hard to push that thought aside with depression and to let yourself forgive yourself for it. Now, I want to state that this is not a religious type of forgiveness that I'm talking about. It's not nothing to do with Jesus, God, or any of that. You'll never hear me advocate religion as a successful route for dealing with depression, although I'm sure there are a few out there that would uh, attest to the latter. Uh, regardless, though, this is about forgiving yourself for making that mistake. If that mistake involved another person or people, and they still hate you for it, it's still so important to forgive yourself still, even though maybe they yet haven't. Maybe they never will. That's on them. That's out of your control now, and in order to move on with your life, you have to tell yourself that you've learned from that mistake and that you're a better person now for it because you can now move forward and do better not to repeat that mistake. In the programming world, there's something called an infinite loop, and what it, it is essentially is a section of code that will constantly repeat itself over and over again for infinity if you let it. In this scenario, you're the programmer of your own mind, and it lies on you to break it. You have to train your brain to tell yourself that, hey, that mistake... I forgive myself. I was young. I wasn't seeking therapy back then. I wasn't asking for help. I wasn't being the person I wanted to be. I've said I was sorry. I've tried to make amends. I still like who I am even though they didn't. 
If you forgive yourself, what can depression arm itself with? You have to create a sort of maze for the disease in your head to tra and trap it. Make it repeat its own infinite loop until it breaks and your brain lets you push forward to the next thought. It's so hard at times to do this though, and even I struggle with it, but yet it's helped me a lot even still. Especially at night when I'm trying to sleep and I'm alone with just my thoughts. For our next podcast, we'll discuss strategies for sleeping better and working to keep those nasty thoughts at bay when they're all we have to keep us company. Our time is at an end, my brothers and sisters. I hope this podcast has helped. I've uh, realized talking openly and earnestly about this disease has helped me immensely, and I hope it's given you some comfort. If you'd like, feel free to hit me up on uh, social media. I'm on Twitter at Vert, that's V-I-R-T. And please, if you feel you need help and you need to talk to someone right now, please call the suicide hotline at one 800 273 8255. Stay strong and best of luck to everyone.